Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Underground Sessions. I'm your host, Dylan Federici. I am joined by my illustrious co-host, Michael Spank. Hello, everybody. Christian Chavez is still in jail. Yeah, I'm still not. He's, yeah. got, he's got a lot of quarters in his, in his under his pillow. Oh, well, wait, no, wait. It <laughs> doesn't make any sense because the, the other episodes are coming out after this. We said Christian was in jail. Oh, hello. <laughs> Anyways, we're joined by our good friend, uh, some might say our best friend, you know, uh, Eddie Hennessy from the Deadbolts is here. He's uh, up, guys, uh, best friend of the underground sessions. Yeah. Um, happy to be here. Suck it, Pat Egan. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Actually, this is uh, bringing me back to our last conversations at uh, Up in Smoke. Eddie was our hype man, and uh, Pat Egan is the comptroller or something. Oh, that's right. Was it? Wait, no, I thought I Pat forgot, was the yeah. mayor. Or is that Uncle Sexy? Someone was a comptroller, but none of us knew what a comptroller actually does. <laughs> True. Not fancy. I mean, it sounds like a, um, a role of, you know, hierarchy, so I'll take it. <laughs> sounds like a real scumbag. Sounds like I don't it, know. Sounds, yeah. a, sounds, a, sounds important. Sounds like a boss that you get off my ass. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, that's a good... <laughs> <laughs> well, control isn't the name, so I mean, yeah, that's a little... Yeah. Anyways... Um, Eddie, tell Back us about you guys just, uh, you guys just got off of tour or I guess your tour is concluding this Friday. Yeah. But. Yeah. We've been back for like a month now, but our first continuous, uh, you know, trip out on the road, uh, for about a week and a half, uh, concluded in early June. We set out, uh, we hit the first two stops on the tour were like kind of spread out from weekend to weekend. And then we were on the road for about a week and a half. Um, but it was a blast. We hit Madison, Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, shot down to Indianapolis and then made our way to Asheville, North Carolina, Athens, Georgia, Nashville, Tennessee, and then back up to Cincinnati. So all good shows. Uh, it was, it was a hell of an experience. That's awesome, man. Do you guys Which just place? Oh, never mind. I was, was going to, which place was uh, your the favorite? Um, it's pro- it'd probably be between Athens, Georgia, and Nashville, Tennessee. Those two places were um, pretty wild. Those those were probably our best shows. Athens was surprising because it was a Tuesday night when we rolled into town, and uh, the people there <laughs> love live music. So it was it was a hell of a crowd that showed up on a Tuesday night to see some band from Chicago come play in Athens, Georgia. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah, it was fun. And then Nashville was just nuts. I feel like that town, you can't go wrong with live music in that town, but, um, we played, uh, a venue called the basement, which is pretty well known. Um, a lot of, a lot of, uh, big bands that have rolled through Nashville, like on their first tours played there kind of starting out. So it was really cool to kind of get like the rundown of its history and like, who's been on that stage, just kind of, starstruck walking indoors and like hearing like bands like Kings of Leon and Metallica have played on the same stage we're stepping on. So that's why Black Pistol. Yeah. <laughs> Black Pistol. Fire yeah, Black Pistol. Oh, yeah. 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 They play there all yeah. the time. Uh, it's really? great to play there. It's, it's a cool venue. Um, but yeah, we're actually about to announce, uh, a show. We're, we're going back down there September 24th. It'll be a Saturday night. We're going to co-headline it with, uh, a band called Blackpool Mecca. So we'll be down there. Mm. We're going to announce that show tomorrow. So that's the special announcement. I'm leaking that news now. 
I don't know when this episode's going to air, so I don't think I'm going to spoil it. Okay, perfect. All right. Well, the announcement will already be out there. We'll just put the clip uh, up there. We'll just let everyone yeah, know we knew you first. Spoil, yeah. you, you could leak the whole thing. The ticket link is already live, so, you know. Okay. Oh. There you go. So, and then you guys on uh, Friday the 12th, you guys are playing at Subterranean, right, in Chicago? Yes, sir. That's the official cap of our tour we decided that we wanted a hometown show and even though it's like basically a month out from when we got back from like the official tour we decided we were gonna call that the last show you know the big finale to cap it all off sweet how That's are a nice uh, touch how are the numbers looking for that one is it gonna be a packed house uh, it's yeah it's looking like it's gonna be packed i would definitely hop on tickets in the next day or so because we'll probably have a low ticket warning coming out early next week so I, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a ripper for sure sweet i can't wait man i mean obviously all yeah. three of us are gonna be there it's gonna be a good time sweet. um yeah so if you want to come hang out with us yeah <laughs> what's up have you guys ever been to sub t no i've never been there me neither uh, it's a killer venue. This will be our first time playing it, but like, uh, it's got, this will be the first venue we've played that has, a uh, two levels. It's got like a mezzanine level that like overlooks. So, oh, you know, if we tight. start fucking up and playing bad, people can start throwing <laughs> stuff at us from the rafters. That's awesome. That's exactly That's really what cool. I was hoping for, you know? Yeah. We'll, yeah. So we'll one of you guys can post up there. Yeah. Just get yeah. a good video of it. <laughs> Yeah, we'll send Christian up there. He doesn't matter. <laughs> Whoever's got the best arm. I'll throw the, I'll throw the first bottle. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll get it started. Perfect. Okay, that's that's assault. That's, that's pretty, yeah, but pretty rock and roll. It might be assault, but it's pretty badass. No, it'll be, it'll be beer, though. It'll be beer, specifically. Oh, beer. Okay, all right, good. How, what if we don't good. open the beer, and then you can catch it? And then yeah. spray everybody. Now that's that, even cooler. That, that's a rock and roll move right there. Be, that's best case Ontario. Hopefully we can catch it. <laughs> All right, we'll put we'll put our wait, faith in wait, you that we can get it there and <laughs> you can catch it. Then. Beautiful. I'll be looking for it. I'll Sweet. be looking out. Will they kick us out if we throw beer at you? Probably. Huh. Um, I'd imagine that the the protocol is to definitely kick the person out, but who knows? You know, who knows how vigilant the security guards are there? But like, what if I, I throw no it? You catch it slam it and then you were like yeah fuck yeah that guy's awesome like you think then i don't still... think you'd have a problem with that yeah, yeah. probably think like oh like this was, was coordinated, coordinated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly but you're forgetting that bartenders don't give you like closed cans of beer like yeah, it's gonna be open tough. As you throw it. it's gonna have yeah. to be a perfect throw gravity involved yeah centripetal force and all that you know <laughs> keep the beer inside yeah, I took physics in high school. Yeah, we'll we'll work it out. We'll get this we'll get this dialed in. I went to the same high school as you. I know that physics class. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I always forget about that. that Good old yeah. uh, can't it's it, I can't remember the name at this point, but uh, I just remember the teacher was cool. <laughs> been, been a decade for me, so let's not yeah. call out teachers yeah. on anyway. our podcast. Yeah. It's probably not the best <laughs> best exposure for them. Yeah. <laughs> We've had this conversation I before. I don't give a good goddamn. I'll say the names. Do it. No. <laughs> if I could remember them. Yeah. It's okay. We'll bleep it all out. It's yeah. fine. All right. Good. You guys just confidential. Consistently like to make a lot of editing work for me. So it's. Yeah. You know. I'm sorry. 
Sorry about that. I mean, it's not you. I think it was John last time when you guys were in the van. That was a that was a rough <laughs> conversation to work through. Well, the problem with the band is that everybody, um, you know, likes to be uh, heard um, at all times, uh, especially when each person is talking. So that becomes it's it's difficult when you get us in a tight space like the back of your van. Yeah, in a not in a not weird way. That sent that sent it taken out of context. Sounds awful. Yeah, that when you guys locked us in your van, you know. Yeah, but. Yeah, you know, hundred degree day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't. No, the f- oh, when we were at uh, up in smoke, it was bad. I was thinking the first time we recorded. Oh no, was like March. It was nice and chilly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking oh, about. Yeah, that smoke. was nice. That was a good day. Up yeah. in smoke. Up in I smoke wasn't was that brutal. Bad by the time we were getting in the van, I mean, it was starting to cool off. But oh, beginning of the day, I swear it's always the hottest weekend of the year. Yeah. Well, and then Christian and I were about uh, a case of low-res beers deep by that point, so it was a bit of a struggle. Would, you you, you would have never been able to tell. No way. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't, heard, you haven't heard the last two interviews in. we recorded that day that will never see the light <laughs> no, of day. For, yeah, for well, personal enjoyment know. only. I'm waiting for the audio on that. I'll I'll send it to you with the other forbidden audio that we can't release. Yeah, <laughs> got a little little aggressive. Please, please send that. Please email it to me. Yeah. yeah. At one point, I think I asked Dog to try and get us kicked off the radio because we were still on the radio at that point. And they, uh, I was I was standing outside of the van for that point. Oh, that's right. That. I remember that now. I yeah. wasn't able to I wasn't able to hear what they were saying, but it sounds like they were succeeding. <laughs> Yeah, they they oh, really so went for it, you know. <laughs> they just they they took the ball and ran with it. They're overachievers. They that gave group. it. A, they gave it a good old try. They almost <laughs> called your bluff too, in a way. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> well, we were gonna we were gonna release it, and then we were like, yeah, probably not. Yeah, probably not. But yeah. So what's uh what's new in the works for the Deadbolts, man? I know you guys did a new single. The throws came out a couple a uh, couple two three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, we put that out um, right as we were heading out on like the continuous part of the tour. But um, yeah, we're cooking up new music right now. Um, we've got you know about probably about five or six more songs in the can that we're just kind of collectively putting together. We we're gonna actually be playing a new one at Sub T that's not the Throws, so you'll be able oh, if you're nice. there even you know, more of a, a reason to get a ticket. You'll get a you'll get a lick of that. Um, but yeah, we got a lot of stuff in the works. We're just kind of waiting to compile it all so that we don't just walk into the studio with like one song to record. Cause you know, we did that with the throws and we were just kind of antsy to get new stuff out there. Cause it felt like we had been sitting on our whole debut album for, you know, way well, too long. A whole we four were, days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Way too long. I was going to say, cause it seemed like you guys released your album and then it was like, a couple weeks later, you're like, and our new single. And I was like, Oh, all right, cool. That's what it felt like for us too. But then we look back, we're like, Oh shit. Um, the album came out on like basically Thanksgiving last year. Did it really? Yeah. That's a wow. Wow. I didn't even, but it seemed, yeah, I don't know. We just kept campaigning for it, you know, so it just felt as long as you can keep, making people feel like it's relatively new. You're doing a good job, I guess. So, yeah. Well, and then like listening to it, it's not like an album you get tired of, you know, 
Like sometimes oh, you'll, thanks, man. you'll hear songs and you'll be like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to listen to this twice and never hear it again. Yeah. But like, uh, you know, your album's been a steady repeat in my playlist for a Thank while. You, sir. So. Well, that's what, that's what we were hoping to go for. But I, I'm, I'm excited for this new stuff. I think that uh, we're working with Mike Hagler again out of uh, King Size Sound Labs who helped produce and uh, mix our last album. Our last album wasn't recorded with him at all, but he mixed it and produced it for us. But this time we're working with him in the studio and we're getting some great stuff. So um, it's, it's kind of, it's mature. The sound is maturing if I was going to sound like an actual musician who knows what he's doing. <laughs> we're maturing with our art, okay. Yeah, exactly. Some bullshit like that. But no, I love the single. The, uh, the single's great. Thanks, man. How's the reception of the album? It was good. Like how, um, yeah. Like overall, it was like any kind of feedback or review that we got back um, was just, you know, overwhelmingly uh, positive, which is solid. I mean, from people that we know and don't know, obviously your mom's going to be like, this is great, but you know, <laughs> you yeah. like to hear it from other people. Um, I, I think like out of everything, we're probably our harshest critics. You know, we obviously have things we wish we could have done a little bit better, but you kind of just let it breathe and, uh, come coming back to listen to your own work after like, you know, listening to it on repeat for months and months. Like if you give it some time to breathe, you come back and you're like, all right, this doesn't suck. Like it's all right. This is half decent. We put out a decent work yeah. of art here. So how did you guys feel going uh, back I mean, and listening to it though? Like, I feel like that's always a weird thing. Like, do you listen to your own music or is it, you kind of like put it out, done with it. We'll play it live, but I'd, I'm say, gonna... I, I'd say that's like probably the most common question that like we get asked. Like if you listen to your own music, I feel like a lot of musicians get asked that. And like for us, I think, I think everybody's fucking lying if they don't say they do listen, but like you definitely listen to it. Like, you know, hundreds of times a day when you first make it just to kind of like reassure yourself that it's good. Like to critically listen to it. Yeah. To, yeah, exactly. To the point where you just get so sick of it that you don't want to like hear it for months and then you don't. And like, and then, you know, a couple months go by and then you just kind of like scroll by it one day and you're like, all right, I'm going to give it a listen again and see if it holds up. And if it does, it does. Some days it's hitting, some days it's not. It just depends on what you, I've been listening to, you know. I'm like <laughs> listening to a bunch of po post-punk bands and turn our stuff on. I think it sounds like shit. But, you know, that's just, <laughs> that's just not the way to go about that. It's just, you know, dumb stuff that the, the cycle that musicians put themselves through is like you're really excited about putting something together. You get to the point. You put it out, you're like, this is amazing, this is awesome. Give it a few days, you're like, this sucks. This is the worst thing I've ever done. Like, I'm not a musician. And then you're back to square one, you know, making new stuff. <laughs> yeah, I feel that we do the kind of the same thing with a podcast, especially because, like, I'll listen to it 150 times while I'm editing it, you know? <laughs> and then I will put yeah. it out, and Christian will be like, wow, man, I forgot that's a really good episode. I'm like, no, it's not. It's fucking horrendous. <laughs> I don't ever want to hear it again. We're done with it. Not doing it ever. I actually... I don't listen to our episodes. Sorry. Not anymore? Oh, man. No. I don't either. This guy just says no. Oh, well, yes, you do. You do a hundred times. Well, yeah. I, well, like for me, I, I was there. So, yeah. I watch our videos, obviously, when we're, and I'm editing them, but when I release them, I, I watch them once on YouTube just to see like all the way through because you never know with the uploading. And then after that, I think I only reference them to show friends. And I just 
pick them and show like a minute and a half. Yeah, I think it's funny because I, I watch the videos all the time. Yeah. I don't have anything do, to do, do with that it. other than producing the audio for it, you know? So <laughs> it makes sense. Like I don't have to sit there and do that a ton. But do you listen well, to our podcast, Mike? I, yeah. I, I, uh, <laughs> I listen to the uh, some of the older ones just to like, it, compare to compare yeah. like, what we do today because I remember the ones we have now. And yeah. Like a, like We've gotten way better at the whole podcasting thing since we started. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean. I went back and listened to it. Yeah. I, I went back and listened to it at the start, and I was like, man, it's astounding we got people to come on this show. <laughs> you got it. We're hungry, man. We'll take anything. Uh, that makes us feel better. Thanks, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I, I'm joking. I got way better things to do. Way better things to do. Honestly, you just put out a killer album. You probably do. Yeah, you yeah, really... Yeah, I mean, you haven't been at any of the low res shows yet, so it seems like you do. Not yet, not yet. And well, that's uh, honestly, guys, you need to. You guys got to hit us up earlier because we'd fucking love to do a show like that. But like at this point, you got to be on it, man. Yeah, yeah, we're every time. I feel like every time you hit me up, it's like weeks out. I'm like, ah, oh, that's because that awesome. Christian is a procrastinator hey. and he's in charge of booking those shows. <laughs> <laughs> I am learning all this stuff just like the rest of you guys. It's a lot but, to learn. That's a lot to learn. It is. Well, Eddie, that's why we put it on you. Because <laughs> I do audio, Mike does video, you schedule and I shit. I do everything else. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fine art doing Eddie, audio and video, okay? <laughs> Eddie, pick a date. You you have free reign. You can pick do whatever you all want right. with our shows. I'll be a free range chicken in the low res brewery. But it has to be on Fridays, uh, <laughs> hopefully the last Friday of the month at 7. Oh, okay. So specifically, all right. So there's like, so, so there's like 12 dates. <laughs> there's like three. But yeah. Okay. So it's like three dates. Okay. All right. Perfect. No, no, we are flexible. So later on, we'll talk about it. Just come hang all out right, with us, man. It's going to be fine. You know? <laughs> all right. I will. I will. Sweet. Yeah, we got to get that on the books, dude. We're missing quite a few of uh, of you Southside guys out at the low red show, so we got to get something scheduled well, for sure. It's these uh, what the hell is it called? The clauses. Um, yeah, well, that it kills us because every show that we play in Chicago and now in Nashville and Milwaukee, like we have clauses for all of those shows. That's um, yeah, that's crazy. Insane. How do they? They just it, expect it you to not work for a month. Uh, it makes sense because, like, you don't want to overdo your, um, you know, your draw. Because, like, uh, it depends on how big of a fan you are of the band. But, like, at the level we're at, like, if we played somewhere in Chicago at a really big venue and, like, put all of our effort into promoting that and then just we're like, yeah, um, we're going to pop up and play a show somewhere early. And, like, that might take that that might take away, you know, like 20, 30 people, even if it's a small show that aren't going to buy a ticket. Cause they're like, I just saw them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just feel like for a, like yeah, a working that, musician that kind of, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. yeah. It's not ideal, but like, that's why you do it so that you can keep playing bigger and bigger shows so that, you know, like it doesn't become an issue, you know, cause oh, if you're sure. playing like a huge show and then you're just like, yeah, whatever. I'm just going to, I'll go play like low res brewery you know, and like I'll announce it a couple, you know, a week or so before and people will flood in, but that won't affect your draw to like 
whatever. If people are yeah. playing like Stalia Hall or some someplace huge, you know. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah so it's a, it's it's tough stuff, but the, yeah, these bookers don't mess around with it because they'll just drop your show. Really? We've had some artists that had radius clauses and still played our show. We actually talked about it. Like that's pretty brave. Hey, yeah. Make sure yeah. you don't say any names there, Christian. We yeah. don't want to prevent them from getting gigs <laughs> in the future. <laughs> um, That's why I'm not saying names at all. Well, what's funny is we talked to them too, and then they were like, like uh, the one of them didn't know they had a radius clause. They were like, oh, really? <laughs> we told them like right before they got on stage, we're like, yeah, man, it's great that you came here, even though you had your radius clause. And they're like, oh, I didn't read that piece of paper I signed. <laughs> and we're like, <laughs> no, you know what? We'll talk about it when you get off stage. It's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah, you're already Most here. Most artists don't. Yeah. Without naming names, we're, we're talking about one place in particular that has the radius clause like one month before and one month after. And, and we saw you all, there. All. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. I, I know the name. I know the place. I know the place. Yeah. yeah. Try not to give too many clues, but. I mean, it's yeah, really it's, not a uh, relatively common place. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not super. I don't know. That's another place, though, where like a lot of like early, <laughs> uh, you know, stars have got on, gotten on stage. But like, I don't. I wasn't like blown away with. I wasn't blown away with like all the the policies. But we have played at worse places, so I can't really. I can't really talk. What shit was the worst? It. Yeah, talk this, shit. This Let's go. Not, this place is going to be our show. This place is not <laughs> naming. You should name it. Yeah, is this. This we place won't. called Low Res Brewery, and these guys. Uh, you never played there. You can't say that, Eddie. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Um, yeah, but no, like you don't have to name names. But what was like the, just like the worst experience you guys have had playing out? Like, was there ever yeah, something why? that you guys just were like, "Fuck this place, we're never coming back. I'm out." No, oh, um, it was. It was. It's not really an attestment to what the venue was because it used to be like legendary, but, uh, we played a show at, uh, the elbow room back in like, I don't know, like 2018, 2019 while it was still a venue. And like the show was all right itself. We had a decent little draw of like friends and family. And, you know, we played with two other bands that weren't even close to our genre of music. Cause the booker was just like, fuck it at this, this point. Like, I'm pretty sure he knew they were closing. Cause like a week later they announced they were closing. So, cause I think they went bankrupt, but like, I wonder no, why. Yeah. No green room in the joint. It's completely shut down. Uh, they comped no drinks. Um, and like maybe paid us like, like 50 bucks and like at the, oh, oh, and the lights went off like about three quarters of the way through our set. So Wait, that place real? fucking sucked. At the end. <laughs> oh yeah. That way they just shut it off. They just like, they were on a timer and no one thought to turn the timer off while a live band was playing. So it was just fucking stupid. Did it kill like the amps and stuff too? Or were you guys just like, no, no, the sound was still going, but no lights. We were just in the dark and the, cause the elbow room, it was also, it was in the lower level of this building. So it okay. was like a basement. It's like you'd walk in and you go down a flight of stairs to get into this like big basement area. Also, fucked up stage plot they have this huge uh structural beam pole just blocking your view of like center stage just goes right through the middle of the fucking <laughs> thing so if you're like taking a video from like the back of like the crowd there's just a big fucking pole there. 
in front of the uh, in front of the main singer too. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. My mom. My mom took a video and like I just. I'm not even in it. You can hear me. I'm not. It's just like you see the rest of the band and like you see like my arm moving to play the guitar and that's about it. Send us that video and we'll post it to show venues how not to do it. Not to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, elbow room is no more. Um, which is why of, you're talking shit about it. Yeah. yeah. Which is why well, I feel it free to talk sounds shit like about they it. would be but no more be, at some point. <laughs> it, yeah. It used to be really cool though. Like they had, they had, um, you know, XRT doing all their shows there. I know Wilco played there a lot early on. Uh, like Lynn Bramer would host like a live special there all the time. So like when we got the email from this booking agent who was basically just like cashed out at this point, we were psyched. We were like, Oh man, like elbow room, like on the North side too. We were like, hell yeah. Not what it was all cracked up to be. That's for sure. <laughs> was this one of the earlier gigs? Yeah. Double? Yeah. We, had, we had pretty much just become a band at that point. So, okay. Uh, we were playing originals still. I think it was the second. It was the second summer. So we we got together in the summer of 2018. So I think this was the summer of 2019 when we had like a few originals out. Is that when you guys officially started? 2019. 2018, we got together. 18? Yeah, okay. and by the end of 2018, we had recorded part time our EP that we recorded in the back of like a old video store that mainly just sold porn on VHS tapes. Few of the local musicians know where it is. We got the wreck there because it's the only, um, like music studio or recording studio in like the neighborhood that we knew of and motel breakfast. Those guys, they're Southsiders as well. I think you guys have maybe rubbed shoulders with them a few times, but um, they were, they're like, you know, a year or two older than us. And we were like, where the hell did you guys record? So they were, they were like, this is the only place we know. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so we went in there and knowing nothing about recording or how that whole process works and pumped out five songs in a day, which is, Ill-advised. Fucking nuts. Um, unless, you, unless you're like, unless you're like really like good at what you do and you've been recording for years. Even then, I feel day, like which that's, we weren't, that's which we stretch, weren't any yeah. of those things. Yeah. <laughs> which is funny though. Cause I remember I told you guys like when we first met you that like, like you guys, I actually listened to you guys before starting the podcast. Like I randomly came across your music. So I remember that like album cover. I can't think of the fucking name of the EP, but I remember you guys all standing in the video store and yeah, that's like, it. We were just in the front of the store. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's called part time. That, yeah. There that we go. Cool, man. Yeah. yeah that's kind of funny. Cause you guys we were, were, were the first band we hit up because I was like, dude, we got to get these guys on. Like, this is the, <laughs> the coolest shit. And then like, it's kind of funny. Cause now you guys are a South side staple, you know, and we're, <laughs> we're a you bunch guys of ahead of the game. We're, we're a bunch of drunk assholes with a podcast. So. Yeah, some microphones and cameras. Yeah, well, we're drunk assholes with musicians. With, with, I almost said musicians. With musical <laughs> instruments. In our hands, so that's perfect. Together we form something Something decent, slightly cohesive yeah. that yeah. for some reason people want to listen to. I yeah. don't understand it. At least on the podcast works, front. Man. I get the music. The music's yeah. great. But I don't get the podcast part. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I love it. 
Hey, we're still trying to figure out why people listen, but we're not yeah. going to complain. Yeah, we're not. Well, the fun, the funny thing is, like, uh, they, I wasn't a part of the podcast originally. They asked me, uh, I don't know, a few months in. I am not a podcast person. Like, I never listen to podcasts, and here I am. Great uh, content for you the world are. to see. You're, you've been That's a podcast weird. person for a long time now, Christian. You just didn't know it. Apparently, yeah. I, did, I didn't know that this was going to be my future. Well, like he wasn't uh, into no podcasts, money. but would listen to our podcast. So, like, apparently, we're just the anti-podcasters podcast. You know, it sounds fantastic. Honestly, yeah, that's your slogan. It's it's about to get there. You know, we haven't had a good slogan so far. So yeah, beautiful. There it is. You nailed it. Yeah. Actually, uh, speaking of slogans, this isn't a slogan, but if you check your Instagram messages, everyone, I just sent a video of. Uh, of uh, Eddie being our hype man for our merch that we don't have. Oh yeah, we ran out of merch. <laughs> we should probably make some more and order some more of things. But well, I'll hype it up for you. Yeah, appreciate it, dude. Yeah, I forgot yeah, about absolutely. that. That's right. You were like, you were going pretty hard at up in smoke. <laughs> hey, you gotta get a few surveys at me. I'm ready to ready to take on the world. You know, I'll, I'll fight. I'll fight for you guys. I appreciate <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, appreciate that. Dude, and then we just had like random drunk people who were like, what do you do? And then I would like start to tell them and they'd be like, no, I don't care. I just like the hat. The hat's cool. Can I buy a hat? I'm like, yeah, dude, I guess. I still got that hat. What's up? I said, I'm back. I lost you guys for like 20 seconds. Oh, I was talking about the random drunk people who were like trying to act interested in what we were doing at Up in Smoke. And then they were like, just kidding. I just want to buy a hat because it looks fucking cool. I lost my hat. Did you really? Wow. Yeah. Just right off my head. It's just gone. I don't know what happened. I think I, I think I have another order. one, but well, unfortunately shaky graves scribbled on one of our last ones. So yeah, uh, oh, man, that's so sad. Yeah, it really I can't is. Believe you you on it or something. I can't believe you ruined it like that. Now yeah, for real. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> it's, not what I asked. it's not what I asked. It's what I got. <laughs> We tried washing it. We can't get all the scribble out. <laughs> it's in a fucking case in my room, dude. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> put a big sticker. Put a big sticker over his signature. And, yeah, you know, that's probably brand new hats. Yeah, that fifty sticker with the new hats. Yeah, yeah, something like that. That's funny. We're just gonna fake shaky grave sign all of the hats that we sell from now on, dude. I think that'll really move the needle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is endorsed by shaky graves not officially but he's signing me yeah we almost met him christian and i almost met him and then the fucking weird chick from texas had to ruin everything dude damn that's Yo, tough we were literally standing uh, a weird story yeah so we were we were literally standing next to the stage in dillon colorado waiting to meet shaky graves and this fucking chick so my buddy was doing the sound for shaky out out there and uh, we're oh, standing, sweet. we're standing by the stage, and this crazy chick, which I don't think this was in our first run-in with her during the night, wasn't it? Like we met her. No, we met her prior because she was. No, like, no, that was the first time we met her. We're we're standing waiting to uh, meet Shady Graves. who's going to come out, and then she's just telling us about how she's. What was that? A flag? A Texas flag? It was a Texas flag. He signed, he signed like thirty times. Like she had gone to 30 of his shows and had him sign the flag. And she's like, I got to have him sign it again. And we're like, that seems kind of times. redundant. 
Like <laughs> There's too many times. So anyway, she was a fucking lunatic. And we were sitting there bullshitting, waiting for my buddy to come back. He was said, I'm going to go grab grab him, and he'll come back and, and bullshit with you guys. And, uh, yeah, so all of a sudden. Long story short, the boyfriend and the father helped the girl jump the fence and run backstage to go track down Shaky Graves. And that's when, like, all hell, hell well, broke And, and you got to remember, too, this was, like, this was peak COVID. Like this was like middle yeah. of like nobody's talking to anybody. You need a mask. Like, no, this was his first show back from uh, the pandemic. Yeah, ever. Yeah, so it was it was still peak COVID, dude. Like it was, but the protocol was still yeah. So like yeah. she ran backstage and he came back out and he's like, "I'm sorry, man. I don't know." He said like because of COVID, like there he's not going to come out. And I'm like, "Fuck!" It was a hundred percent because that God. chick hopped the fence and ran backstage. Oh yeah, for sure. But well, anyway, ended up taking taking one of our hats and bringing it back to him and telling him about the pod, and then he signed it, which was pretty well, tight. But well, you know that's all right. I'll sign your next hat. Don't worry about it. I would love to get I a deadbolt it. signed hat, dude. Yeah, because then when we get an actual <laughs> studio, we can just hang up all of our signed hats in the studio and the sign. That'd be pretty badass too. Or actually, I do have something that you should sign. Uh, hold on, I gotta move. I gotta bring my computer with me everywhere. Were you in a closet? Yeah, yeah. I was. I was grabbing this. I have a, a big collection of random shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice! Is that from uh, said show that we were talking about? Yes, it is. Oh, that's uh, so nice. fucking and, uh, funny! Yeah, you kept that. that. <laughs> well, I have like a stack of set lists sitting in my closet that I don't know what to do with. That's badass. Go out. Got my, Actually, got my Eddie, chicken scratch writing all over that. Yeah, you were the first one that started this off. You gave me that set list, and after that, I started grabbing every set list I can. Kind of a cool thing. I always wish I did it, but I've just never had the knack to do it. I just like thought of it. I'm like, I should give this to someone. Maybe they'll hold on to it. And here you are. Dude, yeah, who- it's a weird thing. You, you handed it to me. I'm like, okay. And then now I have... So I was... Uh, because of that, I was um, I was in the green room with uh, St. Paul and the Broken Bones. And oh yeah, that's better. I'm look, yeah, I'm looking at a set list, and I'm uh, play, I've been drinking the whole day. And I'm like, can I have this? And I don't know if they answer or not. I just grabbed it and left. <laughs> they had a show to do. You just took it. <laughs> it was pre-show. Drummer had no set list. He just fucking just they had to shout free balling it out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's so funny. Oh man. But who was who was it that we saw, Christian, that had their, their set list on a paper plate? Oh, you're right. Uh, it, I, it was, was genius because they literally they finished playing and they frisbeed it out to the crowd. And I was like, that's the smartest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that is smart. I think I've seen that before too. Like I've, I've, you know, our our thing though is definitely doing that legal paper because it's so big. I like writing big so I don't have to, you know, bend down squint at stuff yeah that makes sense. not a bad move yeah yeah you can just kind of glance you know even when my eyesight goes to shit as i get older i'll still be able to read that <laughs> yeah all right christian you gotta run <laughs> yeah. right uh in a bit i'm trying to read the set list now didn't you say the show started <laughs> at seven uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah shit. i gotta pop off too boys all right 
Well, thank you for coming on, Eddie. We will uh, have the links for the show on the 12th and then the super secret show that he definitely didn't want to announce after that. (laughs) We'll we'll have all that stuff, links to the Deadbolts music. Everything will be in the bio to this episode. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. We still don't know why you do it, but... We, we appreciate, appreciate it. it. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll re-upload old videos that we have from Deadbolts. How about that? There we go. Episode. Beautiful. You guys yeah. are the men. You guys are the men. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, <laughs>